This conference will now be recorded. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. Let me get my pointer options up. I'm Ann Ortley, and this is the week of January 21st to January 28th in the year of 2024. Sun and Pluto are now in Aquarius. We're getting our second sneak peek at what Pluto in Aquarius is going to be. He's going to be in there till September, and then he's going to migrate back into Capricorn for a little cleanup. September, October, November. This week, Venus also enters Capricorn. There's a lovely full moon in Leo, and Uranus turns direct in the sky, making every planet moving forward, which means, I know you think it's going fast already, going to go much, much faster. Because once everybody's forward, full steam ahead, we are going to be rocking and rolling and moving quick. So let's talk about the energy of the week ahead. And there was, you know, I'm kind of trying to think of, you know, getting people to think uh, bigger picture because it's Aquarian, Pluto, right? And that always makes us think in different ways. As if you look back in history, when Pluto has been an Aquarius, it has shifted how people think about things in major ways. Back when we had the Declaration of Independence, we said, hey, we don't want to be beholden to kings. You know, every person has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Um, and it was a major change. What do you mean we aren't beholden? Back was the Protestant Reformation. The Bible was published in English, which was very controversial. Bullets, guns were invented during Kublai Khan's Pluto and Aquarius time. So there's very strong energies for reuniting, organizing, getting things set up in a different way. So I'm going to be adding thoughts to your brain <laughs> as we do this weekly weather. So. Uh, this week, Special Topics in Calamity Physics, which is a book by Marisha Pestel. People think life is about where you go to college, who you marry, what your starting salary is. That's what people think is the trajectory of life. But it isn't. Life hinges on a couple of seconds you never see coming. What you do in those seconds determines everything from then on. You won't know what you're going to do until you're there. As a result, this is Anne's editorial comment, make wise choices, right? So the energy of those moments, and think of them in your own life, where you've had that moment where you go, oh, crossroads, ideas, sudden changes, where in a second life can shift. This week we have three possible moments of those, maybe even more. But three for sure, because Mars is going to come to square the nodes of fate. Mercury is going to square the nodes of fate. And we also have Uranus, the planet of change, upset, calamity, chaos, stationing to go direct. So we're going to watch what happens. And we're going to watch if you're at a big crossroads this week. Many people feel like they are. And with this year ahead, as I mentioned at the beginning of the year, we're going to really focus on joy because the world's going to be very chaotic and we can't control that. But we can control how we react to it, how we think about it, what our approach is to it. And when we look at it, you know, I'm a Virgo, so I always go, what am I supposed to learn from this? Right? That's my approach to experiences. And I had an astrology teacher, Ken Kimball, who said that to me. 
I was stressing over some transit I had happening. And he said, well, you know what I do, Ann, is I look at them afterwards, and I look to see what I was supposed to learn. He had a good Virgo moon. And I went, hmm, what I'm supposed to learn, okay. And then the thing I liked about astrology was it always said, well, this is the way it showed up, but then there's all these options that you have in using the energy of the universe in your own way. So this week is a very big, powerful week. Sun in a new sign, Pluto in a sign. It hasn't been in for 248 years. This is a big deal. And these transitional times really wake us up and help us understand life in a whole new way. So we uh, have those are the new moon webinars, which I put up so you can just note when they're going to be. The next one will be on the 7th of February. Um, this is the aspects for January. This is available on my website. You can buy a list of all the days that are big in the year ahead. And you can see this week we got a lot going on, January 23rd to the 28th. That's like most of the month in this one week. So first up, we have Venus entering Capricorn. What happens when she changes signs? We get her in a sign usually for about three weeks, unless there's a retrograde. Um, and when she shifts, she gets a focus, right? So she's been in Sag for the last bit, which has been fun because she's a little overdoing. You've been eating a little more. You've been kind of having a little trouble not spending money. <laughs> been, been kind of exuberant in how you're doing things. Well, now she gets into Capricorn and she settles down and she starts to focus on the work. And we see that Mercury and Mars are already in Capricorn. Mars came back in bounds. Mercury just left his retrograde shadow on Sunday. And now the three three of our personal planets are in Capricorn. And they really are paying attention. And the sun in Aquarius is also answering to Saturn. So only the moon will be going through her little journey. And this week she has we have a full moon. But when Venus enters Capricorn, she gets somber and serious. And one of the things that's happening in the heavens is there's a thing called a minor grand trine, which last week Mercury and Mars went through. But this week Venus is going through it. So minor grand trine is a trine, or it's also called a minor talent. So the moon trines Jupiter. And both Mercury, I'm sorry, Venus trans Jupiter, and both Venus and Jupiter are sextile to Saturn, who's the middle guy there in Pisces. And of course, Saturn's been in Pisces since last March, but now he's settling down and he's doing his work. So we're going to really see Saturn pick up uh, his his steps as he clears his shadow in a couple of days next next month in February. So with minor grand trine, it invites us to do creative, and it's an earth and water grand trine, so it's physically creative. It's like physically figuring out what you're doing and how you're going to do it. And of course, the Venus now is in cap after Pluto went into Aquarius. So over the next few weeks, we're also going to have Mercury, Mars, and Venus come and meet Pluto. Uh, they're not going to meet, the Sun isn't going to meet Pluto till next year, because remember, he met Pluto right at that last degree of Capricorn last week. and But the personal planets are all going to meet Pluto in the next couple weeks. So as Venus goes into Capricorn, she gets serious. She forms that minor grand trine. And she says, okay, let's get some, let's get some stuff going. So it's 1099 season. You know, you might be looking at your bills. You might be thinking about, okay, how do I make more money? Or how do I reduce my debt? Or let me refinance. The energy of Venus in Capricorn is somber, 
around money and also it's got a very good eye. It goes, if I line up five bags, you know, Chinatown copied purse, Todd, New York, Madison Avenue, $10,000 purse, Venus and Capricorns knows which is which. So she's got a real fine eye in terms of understanding things. So we're going to feel her shift. She gets serious on Tuesday. There's a full moon that takes place on Thursday. And this full moon is going to be at 5 Leo. And of course it's opposite Pluto. So that's always a little bit of a kick. And it takes us back to when the moon was in Leo. You know, on uh, July 25th or so in 2023 when the new moon got planted back then or in 2022 rather sorry about that uh and so that is the beginning energy and now we're harvesting it we're really seeing things clearly when we have a full moon and the full moon encourages us to take it forward and then there'll be a closing square when we get to november when the sun is in scorpio and the moon is in leo so this is a two and a half year phase, but it's also the full moon from the new moon we had two weeks ago. So there's a nice energy here of moving things forward, seeing things clearly, helping us understand. And because Mercury and Mars are getting ready to meet up, uh, the energy of the rising sign in Gemini in, in the DC chart gives us a real focus on, okay, how are we, how are we gonna do that? And of course, Venus is moving in too tighten up that minor grand trine which is what she's doing all week she doesn't perfect that grand trine until the weekend so you're really going to feel that saturn and jupiter encouraging you to go forward as venus comes in and says okay this is how we're going to pay for it this is how we're going to do it this is how we're going to book it this is what money we're going to make from it so it's an interesting week with that full moon because the full moon is in an adjusting aspect and it is in a finger of god with Venus sextile Saturn and talking to that moon in Leo. So there's a there's a culmination energy, a picking. A, and again, my emphasis with you this whole year is where do you find the moments of joy? And so on this full moon on Thursday, I want you to really look for joy, right? Um, and make sure to get out and look at it. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. All right, then we're going to have the sun square Jupiter. Now, this is an annual aspect. The sun squares the outer planets or makes some kind of aspect to every outer planet once a year. So as the sun squares Jupiter, we're going to have uh, a journey. But because Jupiter has been retrograde, they've been dancing a little. And so this is a closing square, kind of integrating how Jupiter wants to expand and grow things. And if you remember, Jupiter entered into Capricorn in uh, May and it's stationed in September and now it's going forward and now the sun is coming to it and saying Jupiter okay how about we expand stuff how about we expand stuff and Jupiter's like all right I can do that that works for me I'm in, I'm up I'm into it and so that that happens now at the same time that that square is taking place we also you can see here Uranus has an S all week long we're going to be feeling Uranus stopping what that can do is amplify anxiety, can amplify change, amplify the feeling of, oh my God, I have to do something, I have to change, I have to change, as it stop, come, as Uranus comes to a stop and encourages us to go forward. Because remember, Jupiter and Uranus were going forward all summer, and they got to September and they were like, everybody else, we're so ahead of everybody else, why don't we sit down and wait for them? So they did, and everybody else went by them. 
and said, okay, I'm going direct, I'm going direct, I'm going direct. So the last planet to go direct is Uranus this week. And as, as, as Uranus goes direct and says, okay, I'm ready to bring forth the changes we've been talking about, Sun squares Jupiter with the final plans and says, you know, I know we've been talking about this since you went into Taurus in the springtime and I didn't have the final plans yet but I have them now. And so when the sun was in Leo, it squared Jupiter in an opening square that was in the summer. And then now it's in a closing square. And if you remember when the sun squared Jupiter in the summer, that was also when we had the Venus star point at 22 Leo, where we were saying, hey, Venus is Kazemi. We're going to start this new journey of eight years. What's your heart's desire? And everybody kind of, it was August 12th, everybody kind of went, oh. So I was doing a reading this week, and I was talking to a kid who's going off to college, and I said, okay, big decisions on August 12th. And he would, he and his mom kind of laughed, and that was when he went to see the college that he's going to, that he got accepted in, that he's going to. That was the, I found my beloved, so we know for the next four years he's going to be in that college, and it'll lead to an eight-year journey. So we watch this sun square Jupiter from the summer, and now the integration is saying, okay, let's get it out there, let's go, let's go. You can almost hear the heavens encouraging you to go forward. Next, on Saturday, Uranus turns direct. And so as the sun is squaring Jupiter, it's like kind of amping up this energy. So it's a bit over the top in a good way. But it also encourages every planet now full steam ahead until Pluto goes retrograde, which he will do in the Gemini time when we get to May, June. So there's a full steam ahead energy with all the planets moving forward, ready to get stuff done. Saturn soon next month goes out of his retrograde shadow. Pluto's back where he was in April. Um, Going into, you know, remember at the end of March, he went into Aquarius, March, April time frame. Neptune's direct, Chiron's direct, Eris is direct, Jupiter's direct, Uranus is direct. Kind of feel the energy pumping up, right? We also have a lot of energy with Uranus stationing to go direct, getting a really nice trine. There's a big grand trine in the sky of creativity, partnership, what are the and revising partnerships, saying, okay, let's revise, revisit, redo this partnership and move us into a new direction. Then we have Mercury meeting up with Mars. Now the two of them have been traveling together. Remember we had Mercury back and forth, you know, with the retrograde, and now he's get, picking some speed up and he's gonna go past Mars and go forward. And then he's going to come to Trine Uranus, as is Mars. They're, they're in orb, trying it, getting it ready, saying, okay, how are we proceeding? What are we doing? Where are we going? And Mercury-Mars is a new annual aspect. You know, Mars takes two years to go around the circle, so Mercury will meet Mars again. But this is, a, this is like a launch, a new idea, and that's on the weekend. That's on Saturday. So it kind of says, okay, we're ready to roll. We're ready to go. What's the plan? What's the plan? And Venus is moving in. You can see she's getting tighter with Saturn and and Jupiter, so it's kind of like all this Earth wants to make form, wants to get stuff done, and it, it's just in this very, very creative energy. It's an intense week because it is so creative with all these cardinal planets wanting to get things moving. Then we're going to have Mercury square the nodes of fate. Back to my opening quote. In a moment, your life can change. So you really want to pay attention to people you meet this weekend, the 27th and the 28th, 
because Mercury and Mars are joined and both of them are going to square the nodes of fate this weekend coming up. So pay attention to who shows up as, and as they, as they square the nodes, they also are um, in a trine to Uranus. So they're really saying we're going to excite you and open up things in a don't bite me. I have a new kitten and when I wave my fingers around he thinks they're a toy. Yeah, they're not a toy. No bites. No, be nice. Those are my fingers. Those are not your chewing toys. Okay? I'm going to put you on the floor if you bite me. I was reading on kittens biting. They think of you as prey, a plaything, or something to be afraid of. And when you bite me, you're showing me you think I'm prey. So I have to be a fun thing for you, which is nice and play with you and work with you. No bites. No bites. Soft. Soft toys. Soft toys. Soft paws. Kind. Sweet, sweet. We're working on, we're, <laughs> we're trying behavior modification because I'm living with Nancy Pelosi with this cat, <laughs> which Nancy's very strong, very strong-willed, frankly, in a, in a four-legged furry body. Yes, you are. You're very cute, though. All right, so this lovely, um, uh, this lovely Mercury square, the nodes, encourages us to make choices in terms of direction. And then later in the day, Mars is going to square the nodes. Again, taking action and moving things. And that's, that's on Sunday. Venus is sextile to Saturn. And again, she's building to it all week, but it perfects. The sextile perfects on Saturn. It's a closing sextile, forming that minor grand trine with Jupiter. But it also is building. Uh, it wants to put down roots. Earth and water like to build things. And they want to create. Then we have Mars squaring the nodes on Sunday. Now, in my case, I'm having some friends arrive Sunday night. Uh, I'll be going to the airport and picking them up. They'll be flying at that time, actually. Actually, they'll probably take off around that time. And so Mercury and Mars square the nodes on, that, on the weekend. Again, pay attention to who you meet. Pay attention to the life changes. These planets, have, these, these squares happen once every 19 years. It's a big deal. It, <clears throat> And the planet of your ideas, your thoughts, your focus, the planet of Mars, how you take action, your ability to get things accomplished and done. And because it squares the nodes, you're offered a choice. And that's the thing to remember. But remember, Mars also rules that north node. So he's saying, hey, why don't we go towards what we're trying to accomplish? Venus, having shifted out of Sagittarius earlier in the week, she runs the south node. And she's like, I want you to go work with the North Node. I want you to go do your work. Because she's now in the sign of Saturn rather than in the sign of Jupiter, which is a little more indulgent. But, you know, both Saturn and Jupiter are working together collaboratively. So our job is to say, all right, Saturn and Jupiter, back when you met in, in December of 2020, as we were just getting the vaccinations from COVID, we were just starting to go off into the world a little bit again because we were getting our masks and our vaccinations and heading out they said we're going to do this for the next 20 years and you know it takes a little while to get stuff up and going here we go okay so we have oh my god there's a bug there's a bug in go to meeting it keeps scanning the microphone and saying new hardware detected new hardware detected and then it turns your microphone off 
I'm not the only one that's having this problem. I heard about it from one of my students who said one of her other teachers was having problems with this too. So I only did it once, that's good. But I'm not quite sure how to turn it off. I think it's, a, it's an unidentified feature, which we call bugs in software. So anyway, it got pretty far along in the podcast before the microphone just started to get weird. So I guess that was important. Tried to do a hyperfly. Hyper, I, I got rid of that solo cast because it didn't, it would not, it wouldn't record me. It would drop people. I had headphones. They were very cool, but it didn't work. So anyway, but I still have that uh, microphone option. I probably should go delete the, um, delete the driver for it. I think I'll do that after the podcast. Anyway, thoughts, thoughts, all good. Mercury, Mars, kill that microphone, make it be better behaved. So with Mars squaring the nodes, um, there's choices. With Venus ruling the south node in Capricorn now, she's getting serious. She's saying to that south node, we really need to wrap this up. We need to move this off into the energy. And if you've noticed the whole week, grand trines in Earth, making things happen, which is what we love about those grand trines. Next up, Mercury trines Uranus. Now remember, Uranus just went direct, and Mercury's trining him, bringing interesting news, interesting people, new ideas into your life, new approaches to things in terms of how you're going to get stuff done and what's important, and that's happening on Sunday. And then we have Venus trining Jupiter after she uh, sextiled Saturn in the morning, and this energy of let's get that going. So the weekend is super, super productive in getting things accomplished and getting you out in the world. Plus it's got a nice Virgo moon. When Virgo moons always get stuff done. That's the energy for the week. Um, the other things we look at for this week are the sun is going from three Aquarius to seven, which is always good. It does have that square to Jupiter. Um, Otherwise, kind of quiet. Mercury this week is going from 10 Capricorn to 19, so he's a little over a degree a day. You know he can get as fast as 3 degrees a day, so he's not moving that quick, but he just finished his Mercury retrograde, uh, left the shadow behind last Sunday. Mercury meets Mars and squares the nodes and trines Uranus this week. So he's a busy guy talking to the planets up there. He also does have some wounding words on the 26th when he has a square to Chiron. Don't take it personally. It's not personal. It's them. Um, then Venus this week is 29 Sag, and she gets as high as 7 Cap. She enters Capricorn on the 23rd, Tuesday. And then she does have a semi-sextile to Pluto, which I didn't talk about. She will be on a world point. So that's kind of her saying to Pluto, I'm coming, I'm coming. She's confirming the appointment with Pluto in a couple of days. And so she's kind of zipping along, and she does have that lovely sextile to, to Saturn and trying to Jupiter on the weekend on the 28th. Mars this week squares Chiron uh, as the same time Mercury does. Remember, Mercury and Mars are kind of squaring together, so that can be a little wounding. That's on the 25th. And then Mars squares the nodes, which is a big deal of choice. Again, once every 19 years, this is a biggie. Um, 19 years, the last time they were in Aries and Libra, Mars squares the nodes, of course, every, every six months, every year. Yeah, because it takes two years to go around. But last time it squared in Aries and Libra was 19 years ago. Um, Jupiter not moving much at six. Saturn not doing much, readjusting some partnerships, and of course the Uranus station this week. 
which is big. Neptune also has a trine to uh, Vesta, I'm sorry, to Pallas Athena, rather, uh, as well as a contraparallel. So she's in a little bit of an argumentative state with the plans that you have. She's like, why did you make that plan? I don't really want to do that. You can almost hear her kind of complaining. Um, and that's okay. You know, you can adjust the plans because that's kind of what you're doing this week. <laughs> Your Mercury is super busy and he really wants to change things up. And I didn't get my calendar back, so hang on one second. Let me, I was looking at it earlier and it fell off the footstool. <clears throat> because of the young, frisky kitten in my house. <clears throat> oh, good. Let's look at the moon. The boon for this week. Alrighty. So the moon for the 21st and the 22nd is out of bounds in Gemini. And it went void at 3.40 on uh, Monday. And then went into Cancer at 4.51. It went void on Monday with an opposition to Venus. Nice energy. You know, a little bit of an argument, but not bad. Then it's in Cancer um, on Monday... Tuesday, Wednesday, going void late Wednesday night, 5.58 with a trine to Neptune. And Moon is out of bounds in Cancer, making us be a little extra emotional. Moon is void Wednesday night, enters Leo at 2.37 a.m. Thursday morning. They'll have a full moon at noon, 1 o'clock, 12.54 p.m. On, mon on Thursday. The moon in Leo is uh, Thursday, Friday, going void... Um, at 4.19 p.m. on Friday, but it does not enter into Virgo until 2.11 on Saturday. So we'll have a void moon Friday night and Saturday morning until 2.11 p.m. And when the moon goes void, it goes void with a square to Uranus after that full moon and as Uranus stations. So we know the back end of the week going to be busy as well as the weekend because the Mercury and the Mars are in square to the nodes plus Mercury and Mars meet up, plus just a lot of hoo-ha. Moon goes into Virgo on Saturday afternoon at 2.11 p.m. It will be in Virgo on the 28th and the 29th, going void at 6.20 p.m. with an opposition to Neptune. And so the Virgo moon is a busy moon, and it also has that dreamy exit plan of the opposition to Neptune. We also, when we're looking at our busy days, Sunday the 28th is super, super busy and a little stressful, but not bad because there's a lot of trines, a lot of flow, a lot of adjusting energy. We also have the Uranus station on the 27th, so we feel that all this week, five days leading in, five days leading out, so it'll be all next week too, um, and there's an intense energy around that. A difficult day is probably Thursday because the moon is um, full and the aspects are a little stressful. But it's not, overall, it's not a particularly bad week in terms of aspects, but it is busy, busy, busy. So hopefully that gives you some ideas about how to work with the energy of the week. Next up, um, there is a setting your intentions for 2024 on my website. Feel free to buy it. You get a list of the dates mp3 mp4 with all the charts for the year i take them and put them in my binder my 2020 i have to update it my 2024 binder uh with the dates and the new the new and full moons and the dates of the significant planetary events as well as charts for them 
We also, I'm also working with Rachel Lang and Margaret Gray in a Relationships and Astrology course. So we have a three-day relationship intensive, the 16th to the 18th, where you can attend the lectures or you can buy it and download it and listen it at your pleasure. And that's kind of the kickoff to a weekly course that will be taking place starting the following month and next fall. So uh, all charts, all our lives are all made by relationships. Saturn is exalted in Libra because relationships are work. And they all invite us to step forward and move into new directions. Also, I have a couple of stars where you can get a daily podcast, a daily list of aspects, and a song, song for the day. Um, and hopefully that gives you some idea about how to work with the week. I was... Um, Looking at charts this week, and uh, one of the ones I was particularly struck with was Kate Middleton's, because she recently had surgery and she's off till Easter. And uh, I, was, I was a little, I kind of debated talking about it, and I prepped it, and then I went, mm, no, I don't think I want to do that. So, um, yeah, so say prayers for Kate Middleton. That surgery she had that she, uh, she was... Um, out till Easter, you know, that's, that's all, having just had surgery, <laughs> where I'm out for two months, I'm like, hmm, so I was looking at stuff in her chart, so say prayers for her and the boys, and little girl, Princess Charlotte, and William, and that's the energy for the week, hope you have a great, great day, bye.